Get the inside scoop on college and career options. Let's plan your future. This is College and Career Corner. Welcome to this week's installment of College and Career Corner. I'm your host, Andra Anderson, Program Coordinator for Next Generation Scholars. I am so delighted for today's guest, and we are going to dive into all things volunteer, all things career pathways, and this is one of our program super volunteers, Carrie Douthit. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. I love it. Every time that I'm like, Carrie, I have an idea. She's like, I'm coming. Let's go. (laughs) Every single time. She's like, I will be there. Just tell me where to go, what to do. (laughs) So let's start with some introductions. So, So Carrie, you are with Greenscapes Landcare LLC. Tell us about what you do there. So I am the Office and Human Resources Manager. So all things paperwork end up in my office and kind of make sure that everything keeps functioning and keeps moving forward so that the crews can be out on the the job sites and don't have to worry and so that the owner doesn't have to worry about paperwork getting done and then the human resources side of me hiring if we have to terminate which we hope not to benefits thing you know, payroll things like that so lots of lots of responsibilities so how let's start with you how did you get started at greenscapes Landcare? so i was working for speakman nurseries another local landscaping company for about eight years and mr speakman was ready to retire and about the time he was ready to retire casey heard our managing member was ready to expand and bring on an office person and the timing was just right for me i love that so Let's back it up a little bit more, just like a couple years, like three years, a few more. (laughs) When you were a senior or a junior in high school, what did you think you wanted to do? I wanted to be a nurse. Ah. Mm -hmm. Still working with people. Yes, but then I realized how much blood was involved. Yeah, that I can. I I bless nurses. Like thank goodness for them. I'm not. I'm not there either. (laughs) No. No, so um, that's what I thought I wanted. I ended up at the University of Delaware and ended up going to work in an office and just kept climbing up the ladder. Yeah. So when you started working in an office, were you doing similar work to what you're doing now, or how did that progress? No, I started as a front desk receptionist. Mm -hmm. So I was answering the phones, uh, you know, some filing, things like that. And it just, you know, I was able to start increasing responsibilities, moving up in companies and getting a lot of experience and then got to move up to where I in a position like I'm in now yes and got a chance to even kind of create what you do right the work that you do and that's ideal I think for for students but it's so important for students to understand that what they're thinking now might not be what they're doing in 5 10 15 years and thinking ahead like what what do you think prepared you for what you're doing today? Like you were thinking, go to University of Delaware, become a nurse. Were any skills that would have been helpful to be a nurse, did those translate to the job that you're doing today? I think being able to be organized, nurses have to be organized. Nurses sometimes have to be able to think on their feet. Mm-hmm. And nurses act as that liaison between patients and doctors. And I get to act as that liaison between customers and like our owner or other managers. So I think all of those skills can still translate 
Yeah. But I don't have to deal with blood now. <laughs> that's so funny. So that's something I think we're really trying to encourage students is to focus on building those skills, focus on any, because though organization, communication, those can go for any industry in some in some way. So focusing more on the skill and not necessarily on the job title, because truthfully, and this is something I feel like I've said a million times to them, but do they listen? I don't know. We'll find out. There are going to be jobs that don't even exist. There are jobs that don't exist now that they will have. Absolutely. Which is crazy to think about. But, you know, did you think, I mean, when I went to high school, I didn't think social media manager, that wasn't even a thing. And I had a job that was social. I didn't know that was going to be a thing. So, I mean, literally things that they don't even know. So focusing on those skills, I think, is is crucial. So, and I'm so excited that we have you as one of our volunteers to help students understand that. So, Let's kind of dive into that. So since 2019, which seems like 15 years ago at this point, (laughs) you've been volunteering with us and kind of just jumped right in. So everything from Maryland Scholars to career tours, you're going to be helping with our our new volunteer training as a site host. So what? talk a little bit about that journey of of volunteering with, with our programming. I don't remember how the first email came through. But I know it, it came into like our general email address and I, my, my children had both just been out of school, out of this high school, two years and four years. And this felt like a chance to give back to so many people that helped my students. And as a, when you're the parent of a high schooler, it's very hard to help your high schooler. <laughs> but still being within that time frame of having high schoolers, I feel like I can still relate to high schoolers. And maybe they'll listen to me if they don't listen to their parents. Yes. So it just seemed like something exciting and a good way to give back because my children have both been very successful as adults now. And I put a lot of that credit on to Kent County High School. So, yeah, you know, it, it was just something that really sparked my interest. Yeah, that's awesome. And so true. I, I find teachers will say that to me. They're like, I said the same thing that you just said, but for some reason they listened to you. (laughs) And I think that happens with the volunteers as well. Like you might have said this thing to your student, your, your child, and they're like, yeah, yeah, you don't know what's up. But you know, their teacher says the same thing and they're like, but she said, and you're like, yes, it's fine. It's fine. As long as you get the message, (laughs) it doesn't matter where it's coming from. So we really are trying to, to build up this community of volunteers to work with students because truthfully, high schoolers just need to know somebody's in their corner. Mm -hmm. They need to know that somebody cares, somebody has their back, somebody can come in and, and you even have opportunities for high schoolers. Talk about that. We do have opportunities for high schoolers. We are part of the Uh, Maryland High School Apprentice Program. So we have apprenticeships set up, job description set up. We are approved through the state. So if somebody thinks they might be interested in landscaping, even on the office side of landscaping or because landscaping is so much more than just mowing. It is, there's like 400 different careers within landscaping. Mm -hmm. Um, We've had a couple apprentices that have come in. They've worked for us. They learn all the different aspects. They get put on different crews one stayed with landscaping for a while and then ended up going into construction Mm. Um, and just because he just decided I like construction but I don't like landscaping Mm. and that's a great way to learn that you don't like that career so um, we we love to have the high schoolers come and talk to us work with us come spend a day put an application in Mm -hmm. Um, we've even had a couple more like interns where they've just come and worked for a few months and 
So getting some some different job skills and experience is awesome. Even I remember when uh, Jesse came into the classroom with our we had our STEM program in the classroom, a very hands on activity with soil, and he mentioned that there were hundreds of different jobs in landscaping and how big of an industry it is and that is so eye-opening to students where they you know they might see somebody mowing a lawn and think oh that or you know planting flowers and like that's all landscaping is but it's so much more can you give us a sense of like what are some roles or jobs or, or things in the landscaping industry so hardscaping is a big one people don't think of that as being landscaping but we have hardscaping crew members that are like experts at laying a patio, building a fire pit, mm. uh, retaining walls, um, you know, the, and those are very specialized skills, And but it's still considered landscaping. Huh. So um, we can create beds, we can take beds away, we, you know, we can lay sod, we can obviously mow lawns, we do turf treatments, soil testing. It, 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 the, the possibilities are very endless. Uh, we also do snow removal. Yes. So that's also part of landscaping or part of our company. We're full service, so we kind of do it all. Yeah. But there are landscaping attorneys and landscaping accountants. And, you know, I I participate in some human resources groups that are landscaping specific. Wow. Because it's not just a generalized, you know, industry. It's There's some specifics that are involved. So. Yeah. A lot of opportunities, a lot of things that maybe you didn't. I'm, I learned a couple of things already today. So, <laughs> like, I didn't know there was a landscaping attorney. That's amazing. Yep. So, and I know this past year, and I say year, it's been like a year and a half, past five years have been difficult, but I, I know a lot of people turn their attention to their yards. Mm-hmm. So, did you see the effect of that, or how has it been for Greenscapes? We have been very blessed with our customer base. Um, our customers have been very loyal to us, and, and we're very loyal to them. We've, we've gained customers. Our biggest challenge has been employees, mm. which every industry will say the same thing. It's just very hard to get employees right now. Mm-hmm. And landscaping is a difficult challenge when you work outside in the heat, in the rain, right. in the snow. So sometimes people don't think of us as being an actual career, so they don't they don't come check us out. And then when there's a labor shortage, it can be a little little tough. Yeah. Yeah, that has seemed to be, it's so funny on um, different uh, forums, you'll see people say, who's hiring? And everybody's like, everybody. Literally. (laughs) Literally everybody. everybody. Are you like not looking? (laughs) Um, So that's just still becoming a a huge issue, I think, all over Kent County and all over the country, I think. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But we we do get... We picked up a couple students this summer who came and worked for yes, us. Yes, one of our students, yeah. I know. <laughs> and then we actually have a full-time student who graduated from Kent County. So let's see, this is 21. She graduated in 2020, and okay. she's our um, office assistant. That's and right. she will greet you when you call in. That's Abby Powell. Yes. And she came about because Casey Hurd and I had come in and talked in the ag classroom. and Yeah. She kept in contact with us, and now she works for us full-time. Wow. So the story there is if somebody comes into your classroom and they're like, hey, give us a call, they mean it, <laughs> Yes, they might hire you. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. I love, well, we'll have to get you back in the classroom. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm ready. Speaking of which, that's part of our, our volunteering. So one of the things that we try to do with our next-gen students, but really school-wide, because our, our in-classroom programs, 
are nine through 12, all students. Anybody who shows up to school that day, you're you're getting the ad- advantage of having a classroom speaker. So I know you have come in and, and Casey as well, you've done our Maryland Scholars Program. So mm-hmm. helping students think about what happens after high school. How can I set myself up for success? And we do that in eighth and ninth grade to give students time to maybe make a few changes or realizations of, (laughs) whoa, people people will care about how many days I miss of school. (laughs) Or it might be the first time that they're realizing I have an academic transcript that catalogs all of my classes, all of my grades. And you might even look at that at at Green, right, in the hiring process. We can look at that. Yeah. We're a small community here, Mm -hmm. so it doesn't take much for me to get an application across my desk, see that it's Kent County High School. The first thing I ever do is message one of my children and say, do you know (laughs) I will talk to teachers here? Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, this this community knows everybody, and when you come to the high school and they say, "Mm, yeah, their attendance isn't very good, well, Uh (laughs) then that's a red flag. I need people that are going to show up. Right. So yeah. it, it definitely, the things you do in high school, they, they continue to follow you. They matter. They matter. And that's one of the things we try to promote and push in that Maryland Scholars presentation and program. And I think all of the student comments, their eyes are widened. They're like, okay, I have to actually show up and do work <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and try. I got to try my classes and, and continue to make those connections. Um, so that's one. I know you've also, uh, Jesse came in and did the STEM in the classroom mm-hmm. where we did the hands-on and science classes. That was so fun for students just to see. And again, realizing how many careers exist in, in that industry, I think has been really, really awesome. And then my, one of my favorites is the career tours that we do with sophomores. So we actually got to bring a group of students to Greenscase, which was so fun. And do you remember, it's been it feels like it's been forever. That was only in 2019. That was in, yes, yeah, But it seems so long ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we got a chance to, they, you guys, you, you just rolled out the red carpet and walked them around and showed them everything. All the, They love seeing all the big equipment. That was a highlight, I think. Yes. So that was a lot of fun to, to bring students there. So that's another program. And again, building that like awareness of this exists and it's right down the road and here's what they do. And it even seems like you've made some changes since then to your physical location. Yes. Always thinking forward. Um, Casey has has ideas of how we should be presented, you know, and present ourselves to the community, but not grandiose. He's mm-hmm. a very, very simple, clean, crisp. So we painted new signage. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some lighting. We've put an American flag up, which yeah. I just think is wonderful to have that flagpole. Yeah. Uh, we've gotten rid of some equipment, gotten new equipment. Yeah. Yes. So what you're saying is we have to come back. Absolutely. Great. Anytime. <laughs> that is on air, so we are ready. No. <laughs> we are ready for that. That's always such a fun a fun event just to show. And it's great for sophomores because it, it gets them thinking ahead to, you know, senior year might seem really far away, but it's not. It's not. And some mm-hmm. of these students that we didn't really get to see that our seniors now they left us at sophomores and it's amazing like it goes by so fast you know we haven't seen that some of them in the building since their sophomore year so it's been great to have everybody back for sure but can you talk about so you've been like a super volunteer but why should somebody become a volunteer with mbrt everybody literally everybody will talk about the youth is our future the youth is our future the youth is our future 
and then they'll complain about the youth mm-hmm. or they'll complain mm-hmm. about them as young adults. And if we want them to be able to come in and be responsible citizens, we have to be here to show them what what your future can be. And I mean, I started at the bottom. I started as a receptionist, was able to work my way up. Anybody can do that. Mm-hmm. But we have to invest in this generation if um, we were just talking about retirement. If we want to be able to retire ourselves and know that we have left a legacy and have somebody capable of moving into it, we have to invest in it. Yeah. So I think it's easy to complain. It's easy to say, oh, kids today. and and But kids today are our future tomorrow. Invest in them. Give them an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Believe in them. Show them that you care. Exactly. Yeah, that's mm. something I... I love this. I love high school. I love this age group. There's so many opportunities to share and to open their eyes. And honestly, they're they're really grateful for the experiences and the opportunities. Every student that we've worked with that has had the exposure to volunteers has said, thank you. Like, thank you for this. Maybe they've gotten a job. Maybe they, you know, just it, it heightened their awareness of what potential possibilities might exist. So I think that's so, that's so mm-hmm. true and so important. So Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> thinking that way. And, and let's try to get other people on board with that, right? <laughs> like, let's uh, let's start in high school and start, you know, helping students realize what could what could be. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. So what new projects are you working on at Greenscapes right now? So we have been in the middle of a big fire pit upgrade. Ooh. Um, it was a pro- fire pit we had previously built and it it was wood and we took it back down to its base and built it back up to be I know somebody's rolling his eyes at me right now I'm pretty sure it was propane now (laughs) but I don't actually go out and build those up built it up as a matter of fact pay attention to our Facebook page and our Instagram page I will be posting pictures soon of this project I love it um we have uh this time of year it's hard to believe you're thinking about your lawn for next spring, but we are doing the seeding over aerations, over seedings, killing off lawns to to reseed them, laying sod. A lot of that will go on now, leveling lawns out now. Mm-hmm. And then over the next few weeks, we will actually start doing fall cleanups. Mm-hmm. So we get everything ready for the winter time and to go dormant and you know, fluff up their mulch, things like that. So things still look pretty in the fall, but getting them ready to get through the winter and still look good in the spring. So lots of planning goes into Mm -hmm. it. (laughs) Planning, organization. Yep. And then this is a time of year that most of your plants um, thrive if they're being planted. So we, we, we do some of that too, planting of trees and getting all that ready. We have a big planting project coming up next Tuesday down in Denton. So nice. It'll be all hands on deck. Yeah. I'll be in the office. Yeah. But <laughs> I love that. I think I feel like you might have said this at some point. Like I work in landscaping, but I, I, I don't do I don't work outside. <laughs> I kill the plants in my office, so they do not let me touch the ones outdoors. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love that. <laughs> that's so funny. So, OK, so that's what's going on with Green Scrapes. Um, we also really exciting coming up in October. We are going to be hosting a volunteer training. So we're going to be doing that at Greenscapes. I'm really excited about that. So anybody that has kind of heard Carrie's message and, you know, they're like, yeah, the youth are our future. We got to help. This is your opportunity to to join. Yes. So Friday, October 15th, uh, 9 a.m., we're going to be hosting a training if you want to get involved and become a volunteer, you know, learn how to connect with Kent County High School students and 
provide them expertise, opportunities, just share, share stories. They honestly, when, when we bring guests into the classroom, like they're, they pay attention, which is pretty cool. They, they're really interested to hear what you have to say. They, they do pay attention. I'm always surprised because I felt like my own children didn't. So seeing that <laughs> now and having them pay attention. Yeah. And I was very nervous yeah. after that training. And it really was, I felt like I was well prepared. Mm-hmm. You trained me very well. Um, I feel like you give me any materials I need or any coaching or heads up that I need. So that that is is always very appreciated if I'm going to be coming into the classroom or doing a mock interview or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, come on out in October. I'm going to have food and coffee. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not a waste of time if you get to eat. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, so you did mention one that I didn't even mention. It was a big one, especially this past year, uh, mock interviews. So we, for our juniors, we bring in local um, business volunteers to meet with students. And it's been amazing to have you in that group because you actually hire, you do the hiring process. So when you are coaching a student, it's like, this is what I will do. This is what I do, not like what I would do. It's, this is what I do when I meet with somebody. And what, I feel like you had a couple of pieces of advice that you gave to most students, which I thought were really good. But what, what advice do you give students who are getting ready for that interview? Always be honest. Always make eye contact. Whether you're on Zoom, you know, you can still make eye contact. Um, it used to say make sure you shake hands, but nowadays... Uh, what do you do now? Bump elbows? What are we doing? You can bump elbows. You don't have to shake hands. Yeah. But be attentive to the interviewer. Don't feel like you have to have the question immediately ready to answer and you can always stall by by repeating the question back to them and thinking of an answer and sometimes it's really very okay to say I just don't really know the answer to that Mm -hmm. Um, because at 18 I think it's very hard for you to know well what are your plans for you know the next 10 years yeah um, because my plans were never to be what I'm doing now. Exactly. We learned that, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, I think every guest we've had on this show has had a different idea sitting in the high school seat than what they're actually doing now. So it's okay. You don't have to have it figured out. Nope. And it's okay to change your mind. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to ask questions when you're being interviewed because it's a two-way street. It, mm-hmm. It's not, you know, you're just not going to report to work and get dictated to. It's going to be a two-way street. It's going to be a relationship. So start the conversation now and ask questions. Make sure it's really what you want to do. Yes. Yeah. And I think something that was really helpful, too, I'm just remembering the ones that we did over Zoom this past spring, there were students, we had prepared like a brag sheet for each of them where they wrote down all the things that they're involved in. And you mentioned, you, were, you said, you didn't mention half the things that you do and you should be proud of this. Like, for some students, for whatever reason, it's hard for them to brag about themselves. So we're trying to teach them how to do that, too. Yes. Like, especially if you're involved in something, talk about it. Talk about it. I, I have learned, actually, recently, within the last probably four years, so my time at Greenscapes, I have actually learned being humble doesn't mean you don't talk about your accomplishments and you don't talk about what you're good at. Mm-hmm. You know, you should be able to, to say what you're good at, what you're great at, what you're proud of. You are still humble if you do that. Right. So absolutely. It's just showcasing. Like if you spend time on something, talk about it, Mm -hmm. especially if you've dedicated for some students four years of high school or whatever it might be doing that activity. And some of them don't even realize that babysitting counts as a job, even if they're not getting paid, even if it's for family, you are responsible for another life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like they're, there might be blood involved in that one too. (laughs) 
I can't do that one either. So <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. So it's something to mm-hmm. to think about. Those are actually skills. So volunteers like Carrie will help our students to understand what is worth sharing in an interview situation for and and even if it's for a job if it's for college whatever it might be there are going to be opportunities to talk about yourself so having the confidence how do you you know what do you say what do you talk about they're going into the classroom to help students do some hands-on science and, and technology and engineering activities that open up ideas of what jobs might exist in the future they're helping students realize that somebody's going to be looking at their transcript and seeing what grades they have what how are they attending class and they might use those things to determine are you going to be a good fit for our our company mm-hmm. if you're not showing up to school how do i know you're going to show up and i don't have to cover your job i think that was a really big thing when you and casey shared that in the classroom some ninth grade eyes went huge <laughs> <laughs> like cartoonish like they can see that yes <laughs> sure can (laughs) they can request it and like you mentioned in a place like kent county where it's small you probably know their parent or a family member or a friend maybe you're their neighbor like you can get information that you need to get (laughs) yes yes so definitely and building budgets that was one of the things i know you had us do in the classroom yes yeah is what are your goals in life if your goal is to you know drive a corvette and have you know an eight bedroom house with six bathrooms (laughs) you can't work a 15 dollar an hour job you need to be thinking college and beyond right the more you the more (laughs) you learn the more you earn that was our message yes (laughs) some of those students had a big aspirations for the kinds of cars i was like i don't even drive that car hold on (laughs) hold on a second i want that for you but here's what we got to do to make that happen so just getting them to think ahead and getting them to to plan and organize i think is the most important thing so it's really an awesome opportunity to get to work with this age group high school students middle school students and we're very grateful for our volunteers so my goodness, thank you for all that you've done and all that you continue to do and looking forward to that that volunteer training. Um, so we have opportunities to get in the classroom to meet with eighth graders, ninth graders, to do those hands-on science activities in 10th, 11th, and 12th grade, to be a site host if you want to for the 10th graders. We'll do a career tour of Kent County and then to have a little more of the that small group or one-on-one time with the interviewing with the the juniors which is really really important these volunteers are here to celebrate you to help you put on your 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 put your best foot forward to to help to boost your confidence because Kate County High School students can go far and they have gone far and they will go far and so we're here to help you do that so oh I got chills that was great (laughs) good good things so really love our our volunteers and grateful for that so Thank you. Do you have any final words of wisdom for Kent County? Maybe even the seniors that are getting ready to leave here. Don't be afraid to dream big. Hmm. Don't be afraid to change your mind. And don't be afraid to think that you want to do something now. Stick to your to your plan. You you are in control of your future. Nobody else is. Mm-hmm. But don't be afraid to change direction. Like I'm getting ready to. Um, I'm going back to school so I can get my certification and, you know, and I'm older. (laughs) So always know that you're always going to have to keep learning. And just because you walk out of here in June, whether you go on to college or not, you are always going to have to keep learning. So, so be open to that. 
I love that. That's mm-hmm. such good advice. I'm so glad you're a volunteer. So <laughs> I'm so glad these <laughs> students get to meet you. So thank you so much for being here this week. And we are going to be moving our show to Tuesdays at 1130 a.m. So we will be back next Tuesday at 1130 with another installment of College and Career Corner. Until then, I'm your host, Andre Anderson, and I look forward to seeing all of you become volunteers. You're listening to 90.5 WKHS Warrior.